Hello, everybody, and welcome to In My Opinion, the Good Fight Podcast. This one covering Season 1, Episode 7, The Not-So-Grand Jury. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and today I'm joined by King Cobb. Hello. Jack O'Keefe. Hello. Tia Kemp. Hello. And Molly Scullion. Hello. Hello, everybody. Uh, so we're going to begin with our first impressions. Uh, let's begin this week with Molly. I really love this episode because I think at this point, like we we need it. I, I remember my first time watching that really feeling, feeling it like I was like, we're just not getting enough out of the, for me, out of like the, the Rendell stuff and all. It was like started to ramp up, but like it never, like this is the first episode where I'm like, oh, okay, we're, we're digging, we're digging in. We've yeah. got some real traction. It's make it's actually like everything's starting to conflate and mm-hmm. come together. And I, I I love this episode. It's really fun. Uh, Jack. This to me, I, I love when the good verse does a grand jury episode. Uh, the grand jury episodes are some of my favorite of the good wife. Uh, <laughs> and it, it feels like there's a lot in this episode uh, that is sort of revisiting the good wife's greatest hits. Uh, when it comes to some of their best legal moments, but in a way that's uh, still fun, still fresh, and uh, I think really gives the characters a chance to shine in a way that was maybe lacking in the last couple episodes in favor of a more political viewpoint or message. Sure. Yeah. Tia. Amy's alive, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Yes. She's alive. We have proof of life. Yes, she is. uh, We still don't know where she went. We don't know if she was in Tahiti. We don't know if they broke, had, took a break. We don't know what happened, but she was back. But so briefly, very briefly. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if there's something going on with the budget there, but um, yeah, I was waiting so long. And then I think, uh, I think my expectations were probably too great about when she came back. Cause it was not, there was not enough Amy in this episode, but yeah, I love this episode. Mike, you called it thick. And I think that's <laughs> an awesome, awesome description. Cause it was thick and we had all kinds of characters, all kinds of twists. And I'm very excited about this episode and I will share more during the pod. Keen. Pretty much uh, what everybody else said. I love a good hectic, but like controlled hectic kind of episode of a show, especially if you have a cast this strong with like this uh, multi-layered. I have a new favorite jacket of someone's. Um, (laughs) And yeah, I can't wait to- Yeah, I can't wait to talk more about it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The good clothes with Keen Cobb. All right, Uh, for me, yeah. Agree with all that. I love the episode a lot. Uh, yeah, it was a thick, it was a dense episode. The the pace, as Keen mentioned, I really enjoyed enjoyed that. Uh, I thought the editing was particularly good within this episode, and the way that they were very uh, economical with moving the story along. It was still very dense, but the way that they handled the uh, sequences for the subpoenas uh, and just moved through time very very quickly. Uh, I thought was was used really, really well throughout the episode. And we got our Christiva, got him booted. <laughs> so uh, that is always a, a good day in the good verse to me. All right. Uh, so we'll uh, start diving in with uh, basically picking up from last week with Luca, Colin, and uh, Luca breaking the news too, to Maya. How'd you feel about things? I love that it picked right up. Yeah. I love when uh, when shows do that. So yeah, we ended uh, episode six 
with him revealing, revealing, uh, who was it, Travis Leopold? Yeah. And then we start <laughs> right back up black screen and then the reveal. So yeah, uh, I would like to say something about Luca's shirt and like little Bo Peep bow. She had like a very floppy mm -hmm. pink bow, which was a very cutesy contrast to her energy. So Keen, yeah. you got a co-host. Co-host at the good points. started. Yeah. And it seemed like Luca, after she got that news from, from Colin, knowing what the, you know, the real deal was, started going right to the partners. And then mm. was like, mm, let me break it to to Maya first. It seemed that way to me. Did it look that way to you all? Yeah, I kind of I kind of felt like she, I mean, she almost kind of did literally what you said as far as like she kind of like like a like a quick step and then saw her out the corner of her eye and was just like, God damn, let me let me go pick up the pieces. I guess. <laughs> yeah. uh, let me go tell this poor girl that her father sold her out. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. There is the moments with where where basically the, the the jig is up where Christiva shows up to Elvesbeth's office and tries to seize Ada <laughs> and she uh, Ada's damn worse <laughs> I hate yes. Ada. yeah terrible <laughs> terrible 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 and I just love that move uh Ada erase all history delete everything scrub the internet <laughs> and then she started playing something oh the purge because she's like purge oh, yeah. all the files and then Ada was like, the purge yeah. is a film, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Ethan Hawke and Lena Headey. Yeah. <laughs> the favorite part was that Mike Christiva like thought that was going to work. And he was like, congratulations, you just tampered with evidence. <laughs> 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 As if that, that command was ever going to like, be like, yep. <laughs> yeah, Mike Christiva is definitely the kind of guy, I think we've established this over the past couple episodes, that he will say, oh, I got you, before any consideration over whether <laughs> someone has, in fact, been gotten. Because yeah. the same thing happened with, like, the, 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 the clickbait from, like, last episode, I think it was, <laughs> where he's like, I've got you, dead to rights, all that mm -hmm. jewelry you bought. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Maya's just like, have you looked into it at all? Like, even a little bit? No. No. I still got you. Mm -mm. Yeah. Uh, they take that uh, device, they take Ada back to their offices and start going going through it. And the uh, assistant U.S. attorney, Spencer Zhao, uh, Shao, something like that, um, picks up that you can hear Elsbeth kind of say, not kind of, she basically says that this is all fake. It, it's really only important that he believes Travis is a real thing. And this is all completely made up to screw with them. Yeah. Um, and they, you know, the jig is up at that point. So he goes and, and sees Henry. In the, well, uh, he summons Henry. Henry has been called to right. the principal's yeah, office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's coming in like a little punk. He's yeah. like, oh, what did I do? I did what you told me. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, he's in trouble. Yeah. Are you fucking with us? Are you fucking with us, Henry? <laughs> uh, I don't know what you're talking about, boss. Yeah, it's um, I don't know. How do you how do you think Henry feels in this in this moment, getting getting that news that his that his daughter lied to him? And we see that there are moments a little bit later on where yeah. he is basically like, "How could you feed me false information?" <laughs> like an idiot. It, it felt um, it felt really uh, Real Housewives to me because they somebody does something wrong but then somebody does something wrong while they're talking about what the first person did wrong 
and then this person is like all in on whatever the (laughs) second thing is yeah (laughs) like how could you like and it was very much the vibes i was getting from henry is like deflect 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 as much as possible Mm -hmm. yeah there was that one moment um when they first started playing ada where you can hear elspeth go no (laughs) um which was really funny uh just yeah and it's like her relationship with ada too that's just a whole nother that could be a spinoff because wasn't wasn't Ada given to her by someone else? Like, but like, I think the first time in the first episode, Elizabeth was in on this in this season. I think they said something like it was a gift or it was somebody else's, and they just gave it to me. Mm-hmm. So like, like secretary, something like that. Because I know she said something along the lines of it's still learning my voice. Like, because she she oh. gave a command, it fucked up oh. like the very first time, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that I guess that they laid the seeds for this. So yeah, that's great. Amy goes, well, Henry goes to see Maya. Uh, Maya see Maya comes home, and that's where we see for the first time in five or six episodes, something like that. Uh, we see Amy, as as Tia said, she is alive, but we don't see her for for long at all. It was uh, it was quite brief, and then it's just Maya and Henry in that sort of tense stare down discussion. Well, uh, and before that. Amy makes sure to be very passive aggressive and like add a jab, you know, because mm-hmm. Maya's dad's all, oh, nice place you got here. And she's like, well, we might have to move. And he's like, why is that? <laughs> They're yeah. like, money. Yeah. <laughs> because money. of you. Because Dad. of you, Henry. Yeah. yeah. So um, she stayed long enough just for us to know like where she stands. Mm-hmm. And then she left. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you can get something done in two seconds instead of like 30, that made no sense but it's just like if you can get it done quickly and be efficient with it i don't see the problem i mean where she i I just i just need more of amy she's busy she's doing isn't she a lawyer as well if i remember right you know i mean a prosecutor i thought she was a u.s attorney too yeah Mm -hmm. yeah will that come back to nip someone in the bud Ooh. will it will it Keep that straight face. (laughs) Yeah, and that's where Henry says, You didn't trust me. You lied. There was no bribery at your firm. (laughs) 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 It was all made up. Oh, man. You Uh, messed up my plan. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to sell you out for decreased prison time and put all your friends in jail. (laughs) It felt like a very uh, swipe or no swiping moment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So then they they really get down the brass tacks. Uh, They Mm -hmm. turn off their respective recording devices because you see Amy or um, uh, Maya a little bit earlier than this. Uh, 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 Stall. I got to (laughs) turn (laughs) on. <laughs> just well, a second death. But, but like the, the part of this I liked a lot is that like uh, maybe because like whenever I, whenever I perform stand up, using a recorder was an everyday thing for me, so it wasn't mm-hmm. a big thing. But for her, it was like, oh, I gotta make sure. And like they film it perfectly. Like, oh, make sure mm-hmm. it red button. Dupe. All right, <laughs> hey dad, let's talk. Like, all right, just I don't yeah. know. It was a lot. Also- People can only have one recording device on them at a time. That's trust. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, and I didn't see, but she might have she might never use that app. She might have buried it in with like something just it was like unused apps or utilities and had mm-hmm. to hunt around and peck for it. 
<laughs> but, the, but the thing to remember is, is that she pressed the button while it was in her pocket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like oh, she knew exactly where At the it party. Was. Like it was <laughs> nothing. Just... Yeah. <laughs> she didn't have to look at it. Like she trained like Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what it was. What was going? Phones up. Just poke, oh, poking around until you get that sweet, sweet haptic feedback. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, yeah. they could have they could have done more with that scene. Like if there were multiple recording devices, like one mm. from like an ankle strap, from a bra, <laughs> a wig, just a whole thing. But it yeah. felt very um... and, yeah. And then later on, coming back and doing one of those uh, all right, hand me hand me your gun sort of things. But it's all the recording devices. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. just keep dropping them off before you go in. But yeah, it felt very like uh, what is like the showdown like. Whoa! like good bad and the ugly yeah yeah uh and then it also this was the first time where i was like oh you are your father's daughter (laughs) like they just both acted like clowns to me during different parts (laughs) they're just really bad at a lot of the stuff that they're doing i'm just like okay like i'm like henry's not good at this and maya's not good at this like Mm -hmm. nope why did she yeah, just everything they spill to each other and taking out the devices. It's like they're just they're just not very good at being sneaky, being strategic. And so I was like, ah, now I see. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they turn off their recording devices. He warns her that Christiva is after her. Uh, her her fig her signature <laughs> her <laughs> signature is forged on the transferred <laughs> funds from the foundation. Say that uh, three times fast. Yeah. And- <laughs> And she says, don't use me to clear your clear your conscience. Uh, and he tells her they know that everything was all made up. The jig is, in fact, up. And that in 10 minutes, the partners will all be subpoenaed. And uh, he doesn't care about uh, conviction, just the indictment to destroy the firm, which we, we, we kind of knew already about Christina. Yeah. He just wants to put them in the mud. Exactly. Uh, it doesn't matter, because once they're got that dirt on them, then business is going to suffer for sure. Uh, so then we go to, uh, this is, yeah, basically what is the baptism scene in The Godfather? Uh, it's the sequence of subpoenas <laughs> uh, going out. And I love how much they use this guy. And we get more of him than we usually usually do, the process server. Because later on, when he's at Christiva's office, when they do that countersuit, he's just already in the office, like, can we help you? Do you know how much I get paid for each <laughs> subpoena I deliver? $47. This has been a great couple of days, you know, kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, so we go to, who's the first one? Adrian. Yeah. Uh, Adrian in his cooking class, which for anybody that can't see, which is everybody but us, that is Tia's background this week. Uh, Adrian making his uh, his French sauce. Um, Look at that smile. That's I know, he's so happy. Um, yeah. I'm yeah. loving uh, Del Orlando more and more every episode. There's a certain party that he had later on that we'll talk about, which was the highlight of the episode for me. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so he's in his cooking class. He gets served there. Barb is on a date with an old college flame. Right. That's so messed up. Can we can we just mention how Barb is guessing that this person in a sweatshirt <laughs> with a messenger bag is? The- <laughs> Uh, and the other thing I like about that is uh, his response when she asked the specials is, I don't know, I didn't see the board as if this restaurant has, this super fancy <laughs> restaurant has like a huge special board kind of thing. Yeah. Um, love that. Uh, I'm not your waiter. Yeah, been served. Um, yeah. Uh, and then Luca is readying for a jog 
and he's he's there. She slams the door, and he slips it under the door. Nice. Um, yeah, very godfathery. Everything's kind of happening at once. All we were missing was Christiva like getting a shave or something like that. <laughs> so the other, because there were a few that we can kind of discuss. There was Marissa, I think, got served, and mm -hmm. Diane got served. Was there anything particular about those? Well, we learned that server guy speaks Italian. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Marissa. Marissa Gold, and, and she says that she's doing that. Um, she'd rather be a French in another, or a, a shark in another life or something like that. And then yeah. he just says in Italian yeah. um, that, uh, yeah, been served. In this life, you've been served. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're we're really expanding this process server's character. And I'm on board for it. What about Diane? I'm trying to remember what, how she was served. Her I didn't served. see her get served. No. Yeah. I think we just learned she... after Marissa served, they're like all in the room and they're like, well, they served all the white people. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. the reason for that was because what we're going to talk about now uh, is the grand jury uh, after Christiva gets them there. Uh, there's concern with the AAG, Dinkin, I think is his name. Uh, he fears <laughs> that they are going after, and, this, and Colin brought this up a couple mm -hmm. episodes ago, that this all-white administration going after this now mostly black law firm is going to appear racist. So they kind of powwow with uh, Elsbeth, and she says, like, let's <laughs> lean in. Let's lean mm -hmm. into that. They just told the truth. Yeah, they, 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 yeah. they told the truth. <laughs> yeah, they, they, That's the truth. They, they, it, was, it was so great because they kept saying, well, we didn't ask about this. But you did. <laughs> but you did. It's uh, context. Yeah. And Marissa, even on the stand, bringing up that Diane, oh, oh you, you said that Diane had mentored you. What here has she mentored you in? Oh, well, since coming to this all black law firm, she's mentored me in the delicate, what, what did she say? Uh, while you're looking that up, can we just talk about how lovely Marissa's mustard yellow leather jacket was? <laughs> <laughs> That's the jacket. Like it was like butter. Like, I don't. Here's the thing. I was talking about that on the other on the other podcast. Uh, oh snap! But like, I don't know what it is with me. All of a sudden, I'm seeing good stuff. And like, I just, <laughs> that jacket was one of the highlights for me this episode. It, she looked great. In it. it was it was an amazing jacket. Keen bumped his head, and now he just can't stop thinking that close. <laughs> I guess well, coming this spring to NBC. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Diane says, or oh, oh, that Diane mentors her in the nature mm -hmm. of white privilege. So that didn't really yes. need to be looked up at all, as basically <laughs> what the deal was there. Mm -hmm. And that oh, you worked for her at previous uh, the previous firm, yeah. And this is where Marissa really starts playing into the the audience quote the jury. Oh, and you worked for the previous firm, right? Oh, and that was definitely not an African American firm. It was like the Trump White House, and the jury starts laughing. <laughs> um, yeah, That's laughing great. at her and Christiva. Christina, again, it's not about the race, ma'am. Uh, <laughs> and I agree, but you guys keep asking me about race. Ah! Uh, Barb had a good one too, <laughs> uh, where- Oh, um, you asked me to answer in my own words, and these are my own words mm -hmm. when, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good. So they they each found great ways to do exactly what Elsbeth wanted them, them to do, which if, yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's telling the truth, uh, but it's also giving, the full the full picture uh mm -hmm. which of course these lawyers do not want that they want the just this little bit 
mm -hmm. a little bit. With, uh, the, um, with Marissa, I can I just say I was so, so, so impressed and so happy that she went that route because that was kind of their way to combat not talking about race. It's like, okay, we'll call mm -hmm. all the white staff. And Marissa, so proud of her. And actually, it's not even about Marissa. I'm proud when any white person does this, IRL, <laughs> is she broke the whiteness contract. Like the whiteness contract, you, you negotiate out of culture, you negotiate out of having to talk about race or think about race. And she broke that contract. And she was like, mm, I'm a white, <laughs> I'm white, they're white, black. She's like naming all these things. And they didn't expect that. It's like, you're not supposed to even think about these things. So mm -hmm. I was so proud of her in that moment. And um, yeah, it was it was beautiful to watch. Uh, what's his name? Spencer, his face? Yes. Oh Spencer man, that was sweet. Show. His facial expression. When he was just he like, like I, uh, hey. <laughs> yeah, when they start like looking at each other, I was nervous. Like, we can't use any of this. This is, it was great. Yeah. I'm trying to find out, is this the first time we've seen Mr. Next to Normal in the good verse? Oh, no, he was. He was in one episode okay. of The Good Wife in 2011. Okay. Oh, nice. Uh, nice, Jack. He played the same character. Wow. That's pretty that's awesome. Amazing. Yeah. That's, that's really the, Oh. It's awesome that you can play something that's on a show once and then come back. Like, they really do create a verse, <laughs> you know, the, mm -hmm. the good verse. <laughs> and you can come back at any time. Um, which we're already seeing multiple times throughout these uh, first seven seven episodes. Diane attempts to resign. I believe this is after Marissa discovers what that code means, mm -hmm. the employee identification number, uh, and they realize that Diane may be the primary target. Uh, they say, she's like, I have to resign. I'm about to be indicted. We don't. Want yeah, she gets questioned right, and then goes and says that. I think. Wait, does she get questioned first or does the financiers get questioned? Oh, yeah. The financiers, mm -hmm. then Diane. And mm -hmm. then Diane is like, I have to resign. But that's that that was the one part that was like the highlight for me besides the jacket was because uh, <laughs> the financiers got like, they got caught up and like they were answering it honestly with that mm -hmm. one part where, where Adrian was like, we're good. Look, look, they answered the questions and everything with that one thing. Fuck! <laughs> the way he turned around, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and then he was like, "It was like uh, the guy. The guy's like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to. I'm sorry, because he doesn't like cursing or whatever. It bugs out chair. Yeah. It bugs him out. <laughs> you can't do it. But like the way he, the look in his eye when it just hit him, and what anybody would be like, fuck. All right, we're, we're fucked. Okay. <laughs> but that look on his face when he said it was, it was beautiful. It was hilarious. Yeah, and the financiers' names are in fact Tom and Jerry. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know it was Tom. <laughs> yeah, because he called oh, him on I, the uh, phone. Yeah. I have oh, watched this okay. season of television four times in my life. I never realized that. <laughs> wow. uh, yeah, Adrian gets the phone call and it said Tom something. Uh, and it was him on the other other line. Tom and That's Jerry. That's cute. Tom mm -hmm. and Jerry. And it, so the sequence of Diane resigning had to do with that piece of evidence. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. that, that was... The list or whatever. No, no, no. This was about the, the police case, the Toby Kindle case. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. And it had to do with her leaving and then Maya getting wrapped up in that. Giving that information from another case to another law firm apparently is not allowed. Uh, so so then, yeah, this is, this is when she was just thinking she was going to be disbarred. Right. 
got it and then later she thinks later. she's gonna be in that it gets worse it gets worse right with the sh okay got it mm -hmm. yeah it is a thick episode it's a thick <laughs> it's a thick episode hey um, yeah so there's a lot going on and um they come up with this uh mere puff mere puffery mere puffery <laughs> yeah puffle puffery uh mere puffery defense which is just exaggerating to the point to sell something to sell an idea is, is was the gist that I was getting what they were talking about. And I love that they were just kind of like laughing about the even the thought of using it. Mm -hmm. so it's not used very often. I imagine that's like the kind of thing that like whatever like legal consultant or consultants like hang out in the writer's room, they'll just like turn to and be like, All right, what what haven't we used yet? We've done eight <laughs> yeah. seasons of television, what's left on the table? Mm -hmm. That was a nice scene with uh, Adrian and Diane. Uh, and damn, Adrian is all in on people. Mm -hmm. um, he, we see him go to bat for for Maya, uh, for these new people, these people that just came over, uh, for Maya a couple different times, uh, for Diane several times, very ready to just give her a uh, partnership. Uh, and then when she said, even when their backs are kind of against the wall because of her, he's still like, no. You're not going anywhere. What are, you, what are you talking about? He says something like, uh, "Oh, how how do how do what what the hell does he say? Oh, if you want to be a good lawyer, you need to get close to that line, and you know it. Um, we're gonna fight. I'm gonna fight. You're gonna fight. We gotta fight together." Was the the gist there? Boy, you're right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Diane goes on to the the stand, talking about not slipping Bozeman any info about the Toby Kindle case. Uh, oh, so he lied? No. My guess it was mere puffery. Mm -hmm. uh, legally acceptable practice of promoting through exaggeration. Uh, shows her the strup list, and she says she has no idea what that is. Uh, Rendell Clyde's that the firm went the extra mile for backdating claims to avoid taxes, shit like that. Um, and right before this, we saw that uh, the EIN, uh, it was an EIN number, employee identification number, that Marissa cracked the code to with that scene with Jay because he's super frustrated. Well, how... I mean, everyone open your bags. Does anyone have their W2 on them? <laughs> no. I mean, how that was a little too convenient. When she's like, wait a second, I have my W2 in my purse. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, I, I I mean, just to just to prove prove the point. <laughs> <laughs> Molly is going to <laughs> oh, got the W2. Yeah. Well, just Only to be fair. It's March, <laughs> mm -hmm. and I'm that's, guessing that's not yeah. your last year's, right? Uh, that's fair. <laughs> but she just she just transferred over. She could be working with her W two from last that's, year. That's true. Yeah. That's true. yeah, I, I was going to say Marissa is a hustler, so she probably has had like so many different jobs and had to keep mm -hmm. track of so many different things like that. When she sees that, if that's money, she's going to remember shit like that. So it was quick, like, oh, I know that number. Yeah, it was dope. And like, I, I know that backpacks are more spacious than purses, but I have absolutely had backpacks where like, if you reached in there far enough, you could pull some shit out from like five right? years ago, like a document <laughs> or something. So she cracks it and he's like, what are you, Rain Man or something? <laughs> Looking at those ghosts. Uh, she's like, no, I recognize this number and this one and this one. On the stand, Diane is asked by Christiva, isn't this why you arranged to have Maya work at the new firm so they wouldn't expose your culpability? Talking about this piece of evidence and that she shared. Uh, and she's like, no. <laughs> uh -uh. <laughs> the defense is wrong. Christiva, well, it's a good thing we have Henry coming in to clear this matter up tomorrow. 
Yeah, thanks so. for that info. Yeah, right. Very convenient. Very convenient because we use it pretty uh, quickly. Yep. After they get that info, Maya goes and sees dad uh, again. But not before. <laughs> Show me your recording devices. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a thing now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, this is off the record. Asks him about <laughs> testifying about Diane. I'm telling the truth. And we get a kind of Trumpy phrase in here. Uh, your alternative truth. The Strupless was never never really about Jax, it seems. Uh, it was more about, about Diane, uh, leverage for a lighter sentence, and no jail time for Maya and Lenore, and just 10 years for Henry. She says, don't testify against Diane. You do this, Dad. If I ever have any kids, you'll never see them. I'll never let you see them. <laughs> and then she basically goes. Um, oh, no, he tries to, like, Give her like- Kiss her on the forehead. Yeah. He's like, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> I can read this moment pretty perfectly. Um, yeah. And uh, she turns. He says, I love you. She's out. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. You gotta throw those uh, non-existent kids on the table for negotiation. Yeah. Right. You're not gonna see your grandkids that I haven't had yet. Yeah. <laughs> I've tried that before. I barely see my partner. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and also I've done that before. I'm like, dad, if you don't quit smoking, I don't know if I ever did have kids. Would I want them around <laughs> you? Like I think it's something we try, but um, it seemed to hit home for, for Henry. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, if they run out of money, unfortunately, <laughs> right. the, the cost for, for any gay couples, like for couples to have kids, is just too high anyway. You know, yeah. Henry could have read through that moment and he really I mean, well, I guess they trapped him anyway. We'll get to it. Yeah. They did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 10 years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk about the countersuit mm -hmm. uh, a little bit. Uh, what are your general thoughts on this this thread? I thought it was pretty pretty damn clever. And I think yeah. Elspeth says as much. <laughs> I think it was a very smart strategy and also a very juicy uh, court case. Uh, I feel like they have sort of set the groundwork for them to revisit uh, kind of, or like do like a newer version of one of the best arcs of The Good Wife, which was when uh, Alicia and Will had like the like 10 episode stretch where they were like on each other in like every court case. They were <laughs> on opposite sides. Mm -hmm. It feels like the revisiting of that, of like incorporating like sexual tension into that court dynamic mm -hmm. uh which is like fun it's all it's also you know it's not one alicia because who could be uh <laughs> yeah. but it's fun yeah yeah for sure that that, that had seasons of 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 build mm -hmm. up. we've got three episodes or so with these folks um mm -hmm. yeah i thought it was i thought it was really fun uh it was luca more i would say than, than oh yeah turning and turning up and yeah yeah, the effect. same strategies, the, the same way that uh, in season five of The Good Wife, yeah. Alicia shows up wearing an outfit <laughs> from like one of their more illicit evenings together. Mm -hmm. uh, Luca just does her version, which is just making eye contact while sucking <laughs> on a pen. It's <laughs> great. Yeah, it's so mm -hmm. great. Uh, this claim that they 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 sue Christiva in civil court. Uh, and suing him in civil court for tortious interference with contractual relations. Uh, 
and I think, and you can please correct me, that this the gist here is that they're suing for the damages to their business by this other case, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, really kind of clever way to go about this because as what I think Colin calls it is poor man's discovery to get to what is happening in the other case. So they can kind of call witnesses, get information. Beautiful. Yeah, very, mm -hmm. very, very good move. I, uh, I got confused maybe two or three times because they would show someone like sitting there and I'm like, okay, which case are they at right now? <laughs> yeah. Because they're yeah. like, if they be at the, this, the, um, if they were in front of the grand jury, then they would be at the other case or yeah. So I got a little mixed up here and there, but it was, I, I like that dynamic of, the judge in this case, the great Kevin Pollack. Um, he's awesome. He's the great to me. He is one of my, was one of my idols growing up. What? Uh, he is a, an impressionist, someone who does many, many different voices. And I didn't start doing any impressions until I saw him do stand up. I even stole some of my impressions from him, people that I didn't even know. <laughs> uh, like um, uh, at the time, Peter Falk, uh, he would nice. do Peter Falk, and I didn't really know uh, Columbo at the the age I started started doing these. Follow each other on Twitter, so that's that's something. I'm Beautiful. Get him on the show. Mm. Talk about <laughs> Judge Judge Gallo, because uh, I thought he was good too. He's very good. Yeah. He's also in a bunch of different things, but more recently the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Uh, mm, so that's right. Check out He's Kevin uh, things. yeah. What's his the the husband's dad, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because Shalub is the marvelous's father <laughs> right what is it going to take to get tony shalhoub in the good verse right but is How it him not been or is, is it, it monk <laughs> yeah, i about to say if you get monk in the good verse, I'm, I'm i'm with it 100 percent. he was in he was in the one season uh show they did between the good wife and the good fight so like they have the connection hmm. just like robert michelle i know for a fact you're listening there's no way you're not. Get, you have the number. Get get Shalub on. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds gross. Um, <laughs> what is uh, what is that one season show? Uh, Brain Dead. Brain Dead. It's definitely like it's more satirical. It's more uh, definitely more satirical than The Good Verse or Evil. Uh, and it's a, a very 2016 show uh, about people in Washington, D.C. when a bunch of alien bugs invade and start crawling into people's heads and uh, messing with their brains to make them have super like, extremist opinions. I'm going to check it out. It's interesting. It's interesting. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is the uh, lead. She's great. I love everything she's in. And our friend Spencer Zhao, Aaron Taviet, is like the second lead. Okay. All right. I will yeah. check it out. Uh, yeah, you probably just named our episode, Jack. Get Shalub on. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Colin's in charge of that of that civil case. They call up Andrew Hart uh, mm -hmm. because Marissa, after she is done testifying in the grand jury room, comes out and sees Hart sitting there and does like a, a selfie, oh, um, acts like she's taking a photo of herself and it's it's him and sends it over to the firm. And it's like, oh, what's he what's he doing there? What's going on? <laughs> what's happening here? Uh, and he's basically stealing clients and they're wondering if he's working with them. So they call Andrew Hart to the stand. And 
yeah, doesn't doesn't go particularly well for him. Um, yeah, they had that. Uh, they're just crossing out questions as they went mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. just to see what bites. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah, he's back. Which I I'm I'm surprised. Well, I guess we'll find out later. But yeah, I I thought there'd be more action with um between him and Julius after Julius got upset and was like, I'm at it, you know. I recall mm -hmm. them. He's like, you were right. Um, but yeah, so it's interesting to see him without knowing what's going on with those two. I don't I don't know for sure. And my last guess was really wrong, but I think they're gonna save the quote unquote reveal, or as I like to think of it, the heel turn of Julius <laughs> a little later. And like you'll kind of not forget about him, but like, oh shit. Well, yeah, yeah, forget about <laughs> yeah, you will forget about yeah. him. And then all of a sudden Jules will be there and he'll say something. Or he'll they'll, they'll try to hand give him a handshake. He's like, "Yeah, I'm on the other side." Mm -hmm. Wow! And all of a sudden, the thing. That's what oh, I think. Is coming. I hope we'll hear the, wrong. We'll wow. hear the courtroom beat announcer be like, "Oh my God, is that Jules' music?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my, my God. God, he has a family. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, as Tia mentioned, they're crossing out questions. Uh, what did you say? <laughs> she, she comes out, Elizabeth, right away. Uh, what did you say in the grand jury room about the firm? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, we can't great. talk about that. Nice try. Um, and she addresses Christy, but nice to see you. How's Deirdre? And the questions were, uh, did he try, and this is Adrian, uh, in Adrian's voice on his pad. Uh, did he try to have me disbarred? Did he try calling our clients? Whom did he speak to? How many meetings? Um, Colin objects, he sees Luca playing, playing games. Um, and he did, he met with, uh, RB clients. Um, I had, and then he's like, I, he turns to the judge. I haven't done anything <laughs> illegal. Like, dude, <laughs> you have, you've said too much. Um, yeah. and then Adrian passes that which client over and Colin objects and Gallo Gallo is pretty, he gave, he gave Colin some wins, a couple couple throughout the the civil mm -hmm. trial, but for the most part, he was yeah. Colin was board. Colin was struggling, man. He <laughs> oh, did man. he did for, he forgot completely uh, being a, a defense attorney. Like, geesh. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, he was yeah. like at one point, counsel. Which of your objections would you like me to rule first? Uh, 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 the, the second the one. Second. <laughs> <laughs> and the first overruled. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Gallo says they're just trying to establish that the witness is feeding negative information to the grand jury so that he can steal their clients. Um, uh, and there, there's one point where Elsbeth's talking, like thanking him and being Elsbeth. Uh, and he says, ma'am, you're an acquired taste. And I don't think <laughs> I've acquired it yet. Which I think it's fair. I, I love Elsbeth as a character, but if I met her in person, who? For sure. Who? <laughs> who? Yeah. Oh man, that would be like so refreshing to me. So <laughs> I'd be like, "Oh, thank you." Yeah. So they get the news that Hart met for lunch with uh, Siegel, and or Spiegel, Spiegel, Meagle, uh, and Gollum. <laughs> uh, Adrian tells them to get on him. I believe he called up Barb. Um, so Barb and Spiegel go out, and he's like, "You want to know who's been whispering in my ear?" Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. We know it's Andy Hart um, on the stand. They go right to the stand. Yeah, um, great cut. Yeah, they're very economical. Like I said, with the with these edits, um, he right to the stand warned me that RB is in the path of a storm, and he'd be wise to steer clear. 
and Hart did not mention anything about his testimony. And this was like a one of those Marissa Tomei in My Cousin Vinny mouth dropping open kind of moments for for this uh, for this jury and the counselors because he hadn't testified yet, which means that he's been kind of in on this and helping them throughout the the process, uh, which is kind of fucked up. Did he mention that the grand jury was going to be impaneled? Yes. Hart was in on the planning from from the start with Christiva. The way he revealed it too, it's like, it like, oh, was this mentioned? And Spiegel's like, was it mentioned? It was the centerpiece of his entire presentation. <laughs> <laughs> Stands up, yeah. Yeah, it was like, uh, yeah. That one, <laughs> you, you, over there. You can tell that this lawyer is just like hitting up murder mystery dinners on the regular. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, finally a chance to show my talents. Oh, yeah. Yep. There's a big thing that kind of shifts. Well, I, I guess uh, with this particular case, Colin has to tell his boss that he's- uh, mm. Oh yeah. Yeah, because yes. he's like, I don't wanna, uh, ooh, you should know, well, I've been, uh, ooh, ooh, I can't be objective. And so um, that whole, that's, yeah, he, uh, he told him he's in, a, he's in relationship with uh, the other side, so. Mm -hmm. And Dinkin basically says, you're right. You can't be objective. Break up with a- <laughs> Get, Get her out of here. Say goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yep. Yeah, that was huge. It was huge. Mm -hmm. And then he tells her, too. He's like, yeah, I'm supposed to break up with you. And then that, then they make that all hot and heavy. <laughs> oh, are you? I'm over. <laughs> so then the last person, I believe, on the stand, one more witness, your honor, uh, that is Henry. And he's on the stand. And they question him. They get him to admit that... It was a, what did he offer you? What did Christiva offer you? 10 years less, or just 10 years. They, well, the, basically that there was a plea deal, which does not go over well at all. Because it wasn't approved, baby. Yeah, yeah. I uh, mean, Christiva not, went rogue. Yeah, not just that, but the people that were swindled by by him have are like up in arms about it because like oh we lost a lot of money what's going on here you hit senator something called yes. called up oh the sun times is online too yeah the, the whole world's falling falling down on them uh and that basically squashes this grand jury and loses christiva his first opportunity <laughs> because <laughs> i even i think i even said as i've been listening through and editing these pods if he fails at this he's going to get something else because this is his element this is his administration he's going to keep getting chances to fuck people over mm -hmm. and he basically says as much at the end yeah he he, he sort of feels like they're like tra run for like having a trump-esque character mm -hmm. uh someone who just says shit that he reads online until something's maybe right and if he fucks up don't worry he'll get a chance to fuck something else up now just because of what's in the news right now i feel like christiva eerily favors matt gates mm. <laughs> don't they look like they would be related yeah <laughs> yeah oh saying. yeah yeah they do. matt gates looks like if you gave I don't care about his name, Chandler, just like the most plastic surgery. Right. <laughs> just tighten it up. Yeah. Excuse me, doctor. I'll have the most. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the works. Uh, 
Yeah, we go to, yeah, uh, Christiva and Elsbeth. Christiva stopping by has what appears to be a, a little box, maybe a little present. Uh, it's not. It's Ada, yeah. It's Ada. He's, he's, he's giving Ada back. Congratulates her, but also corrects her in thinking that this is, this is not the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was also, he was a little playful. She's trying to shred some, some things there, and he's turning off the, the power switch. She st- it stops. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no come, come on. Oh, stop. I, I, appreciate, I appreciate the begrudging respect, because that feels very true. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can't hate someone who outplays you if you love the game. Yeah. yeah. Breaks the news. He's been relieved of his duties. And yeah, he gives her that, that gift. Clarifying question. Relieved of his duties just for the case in that whole Rendell situation, or it, was he fired? I think it was just this case. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm well, curious about Jack. that. <laughs> you keep a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't get you anything. Uh, well, let's keep it that way. Things with Christiva, Elsbeth, the Sybil case. I was surprised at the whole 10 year thing was a was a, a deal. Like, how is 10 years a deal? Because Maya's dad's pretty old. It was going to be life without parole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I also, they probably ten years, probably some good behavior opportunities in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, yeah. it'll get on like three or four, or some shit like that. God, yeah. okay, that makes more sense because I was just Especially, like, he's going to a minimum security prison mm-hmm. too. Yeah, yeah. and the way the Trump administration yeah. is handing out those pardons, mm-hmm. commuting he probably would have gotten pardoned. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. That could have, I mean, they could have totally written that into the story. I don't know what's going to happen in the yeah, future, but. Still might come in. Then there's Diane and Maya, basically epilogues to, to the episode, where she says, thank you, you protected me when you could have protected <laughs> yourself. And I appreciate that. Yeah, that uh, was nice. Uh, and then Colin and Luca. Luca is not Luca. exercising much this week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All these ill-timed process servers coming by. Well, one ill-timed yeah. process server coming by. And someone who is going to process her server. Oh, yeah. yikes. <laughs> oh! <laughs> as soon as Tia started, I'm oh, like, yeah, God. she's going to do that joke. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anything more on Colin and Luca? Colin looked like a sad dog the entire episode. <laughs> like... He looked like a dog that was like told to stay outside in the backyard and it started raining and then they went out to go get something to eat. Like he was just that mm-hmm. sad mm-hmm. and just uh, my, uh, my, my second one, I guess. I, I don't know how to defend. I know how to prosecute, but <laughs> yeah. He, he looks like the kind of actor that you get when you're putting a show on Broadway and you're like, all right, we need the back of the theater to know this man is sad and we don't have any songs. <laughs> That's good. Uh, yes. the, um, there were, uh, I wish I, I, I feel so awkward uh, guessing what's going to happen when, you know, I could be totally off, but there were two moments with Colin and Luca that I felt were foreboding. One was when she went to the back room, all this subtle stuff, like he didn't come right away yeah, and she was kind of waiting. Minute. Yeah, he took a minute and it was kind of this thing like, okay, wait, did he just leave me hanging? And then he didn't and he comes through. So I, again, I feel like she's going to be abandoned by him in some way. The second thing was, uh, oh, she said, you're going to get fired. And he goes, oh, I don't care. I hate my job. 
So I was like, ooh, <laughs> he says he hates his job. You can't say something like that. And it's so I feel like something's going to happen with his job. Mm-hmm. And I still don't trust him with Luca. So those those are the two moments in the same scene that I noticed. And yeah. I don't know. It could be wrong. I could be wrong. And also, like we we've seen this man's house. We know that if he doesn't want this job, he does not need this job. Yeah. 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 Lives uh, on a farm mansion. And Tia, one thing you mentioned <laughs> on a previous podcast is that the possibility of him ending up at uh, Reddick Hoseman. I know. I don't want that to happen. Possible. Uh, oh. and him mentioning that he hates his job or shit like that. I don't know. I'm looking what? at Jack and Molly right now. You keep a straight face. <laughs> All right. Ooh, it's, it's straight, Molly. Ooh, it's real straight. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything in this episode that you feel, other than maybe Luke, Luca, and Colin, as we've just discussed, is going to impact upcoming episodes? If so, what might that be? And how so would it affect upcoming episodes <laughs> i mean i think i think maya really solidified where she stands mm-hmm. like i think there was a lot of back and forth before but she she officially cut ties with papa, mm-hmm. papa. papa. <laughs> i was upset that um we didn't see um bernadette peters because the whole time i was expecting somebody we called for pizza. So I was just waiting for that the entire episode. <laughs> we called um, for pizza. <laughs> but yeah, so I think I think that's gonna be be impactful. Um I've I mean, it was we talked about it already, but I really think and like as much as you hate Christiva for the reasons you hate him, I think I love him because I love a really good bad guy and funny quote unquote funny guys, I think play the best bad guys. Because they can like dip into that kind of um, dip into that well that you need to be like evil or whatever. And when he, like you said, it, w- it was respect. Like, hey, you got me this time, but like he handed it back. Like, but in his in in bust many words, he literally was like, "This is not fucking over. I will get you back for this." I really like that. So yeah, that's definitely gonna affect obviously uh, yeah, rest of the season for sure. You've won the battle, but. I've started the war and I'm mm-hmm. going to continue said war. <laughs> yeah, Christiva isn't going anywhere. This is his world and it's very annoying for that reason. I think uh, where we sort of leave off in this episode is that it, it's sort of exciting to see, I don't know if exciting is the right word, but we're going to see, see a shift in the Rendell storyline in that you know the, the, the firm kind of got off scot-free and I mean, they didn't do anything wrong. But uh, we're moving from that we really deepened that connection between Maya and her father. Uh, and I think the, the rest of this battle is probably going to take place on a more emotional battlefield than a legal mm-hmm. one. Uh, well, then that is our uh, story. Let's hit some winners and losers. Let's start with the losers. Molly, you want to kick it off? Oh, I forget his name all the time. Is he the state's attorney? The attorney general? What's his... What's his deal? Gary's uh, got thinking. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's the loser because he's just like, what? What? I didn't know about any of this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't yeah. seem like a very good supervisor of any kind. No. Uh, he gives them like, you don't want to give Christiva a lot of slack. I don't care right. which side of the aisle your ideologies are on. Uh, he's yeah. You, you just don't, you just don't want to do it. Right. Bad idea. Uh, so Molly's got Dinkin, uh, Jack. 
all of the women in Bozeman's cooking class uh, because I know how bad it's made me feel in the past where a teacher has just been like, why don't you all do it like this person who's doing it perfectly? Why can't you be good like them? Uh, so that was a real, real humbling moment for that crowd of nameless women. Sure, sure. Uh, Tia. My loser is Ada. Ada <laughs> sucks at her job. I and then when we see the reveal of Elspeth opening it and she's like Ada, like I'm like, girl, you better turn that device in because it's not working for you. <laughs> yeah. Keen? I it it pains me to say, but I think two-time loser, reigning loser in my world is Luca mm-hmm. because she I think I think the the one the one move in the in the court room was kind of kind of aggressive as far as like like make me your second chair now which was kind of like along the lines of like how i see luca because i don't know good good wife luca but uh she she gets completely dressed to go run and very cute (laughs) and 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 well themed nike attire and then well i can't go work out now so uh yeah she definitely lost this episode i think yeah, Luca's cardio plans were definitely a loser of the episode. For me, I'm going with, and this is tough, uh, so I may bring up others as well. If anybody has any, feel free. Uh, Andrew Hart. Mm. I feel like he's a pretty big loser in this episode. He was outed as a poacher and a schemer. And I don't know how well that's going to play within the general legal community. Uh, yeah, that's a really good the, point. the smaller legal community of these black firms. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just... Don't like the look of it, uh, and I doubt it. I don't like the look of it. <laughs> uh, other loser, I think Henry, within mm-hmm. within this because he's lost. He his, is a stoop. That's yeah, what he is. I don't know what it his, means, but it sounds like it. He may have had noble intentions for just his. You know, I lose that loose, loosely. Say sparing Maya and Lenore jail time and lessening his sentence to be able to see his grandkids that don't exist. Uh, and wh- I don't know how this impacts the plea deal. Does the plea deal, is that still on the table or has this now all fallen apart? I don't think the plea deal was ever even supposed to be on the table. Exactly. Because uh, the the head guy, I can't remember his name, Dinkins. I think y'all said that. Dinkins. The head guy was just like, I never approved that. This isn't, I don't know where he got that from. So yeah, that definitely is... Honestly, I don't think Christine was going to give that to him anyway, honestly. So, yeah, I think that's way off the table. He, in, in any other week, he would have gotten first above Andrew Hart, but Mike Christiva is, for sure, a loser of the episode. Um, beat by Elspeth, relieved of his duties within within this case. Kind of embarrassed through throughout, being dragged from one case, a court case to uh, another court case. At one point, I think it was Luca who was like... Uh, or Elspeth, like, he just doesn't care enough for Judge Gallo's time, you know? Um, and then he's dragged there, and he's like, ah, Judge Gallo doesn't like being dissed. <laughs> All right, let's hit some winners. Let's go backwards, Keen. My winner, I felt the same. The way you feel about Christiva, I feel about this guy, is the uh, the courier. Um, <laughs> really? Because it's like... No, he's great. It's like, it's like let them live. <laughs> no, but you're up there knocking on people's door, slurring shit under there, and then the whole Italian thing, like, cool, you know other languages. Don't be a dick about it. But he is the winner because by my count, 
just with that firm, he made what? What is that? At least two fifty, maybe mm-hmm. like three hundred bucks of mm-hmm. like all the passing around. Uh, there's another point about him, but my my other, I have an other winner. Is if I'm not mistaken, which I can't remember, but if I'm not mistaken, the guy I think I think his name was Spiegel in this was the same guy that played Sherman Helmsley's uh, son-in-law in the old show Amen, mm. which was made and based in Philadelphia, based in based yeah. in uh, West Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, that he looks like he may have aged a few years. In almost forty <laughs> yeah. fucking years, yeah. So kudos to him for <laughs> yeah. still looking the same. So yeah, yeah. Uh, on your main winner, Keen, uh, I would say that since we know the Kings are listening to this mm-hmm. podcast, I would watch a Better Call Saul like prequel or spinoff, following <laughs> the process server uh, in his daily duties. <laughs> Give that to me, uh, Tia. Winner. This person would have been my winner if she had 10 more lines, and that's Amy. <laughs> but it just wasn't, yeah, I don't understand her purpose um, in the verse right now. But my winner is Marissa. Mm-hmm. Marissa was like MVP. She mm-hmm. was an amazing ally. She flipped the script on them folks. Uh, she also just knocked it out of the park with the grand jury. They loved her, mm-hmm. knocking them dead, making them laugh. Eating out of the palm of her hands. Oh, yeah. It was so good. She she really knew how to work that crowd. And then uh, also really saved the firm in a lot of, like, she figured out the employee ID number. Uh, she took that photo of Andrew Hart. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that really helped out their case. Like, that started, like, a domino effect. She's learning Italian. Her and Maya went out to get drinks at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. Just Marissa. Jacket. The jacket. <laughs> the mustard, buttery jacket. Uh, so yeah, Marissa was the highlight for me. I thought she did. She sure. did. She did amazing, sweetie. She did great. Yeah, Jack. Since uh, Tia won't have her, I will say Amy is my winner because she has managed to maintain her relationship with Maya by doing somehow less than the bare minimum while Maya <laughs> is going through the absolute. <laughs> I guarantee the worst experience oh, that man. anyone that Amy knows is or has gone through, less than and the she bare is minimum. just barely there the fact that she is not on the streets looking for a new apartment is shocking to me i know maya doesn't have enough attention to pay to realize how horrible a partner (laughs) is being but amy is getting away with murder right now Mm -hmm. i think i'll go with uh diane i thought i thought you know you'd think she'd be a loser most of the episode but maya chose her over her father and possibly herself mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i think that's a big get yeah okay. and also her yeah. uh attempted resigning was shut down yeah there were uh, two times where she's like she's like i might yeah i like when i love when christine bransky gets serious like really serious <laughs> about something and when she's like this is a grave situation so i need to make my voice for me uh i had diane as a possible winner i had the process server of course as a possible winner i'm going to go with elsbeth mm. all around from from start to finish top to bottom just got them through this case from luca finding her as that someone unorthodox pick and she 
she knocked it out of the park uh, within with each moment. Uh, maybe not her best moment of Ada, delete everything. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, every moment where she was like, how do we, what do we, hmm, what are we gonna, <gasps> I got it. Uh, yeah. Each of those moments ended up being pretty, pretty helpful. I, I, I was surprised that the the jig was up so fast. I thought that would have lasted a little bit longer. <laughs> but right. it, was, it was basically got us from the end of the last episode to the first five or so minutes of the beginning episode, which again is just the economical writing and editing of this show and overall in this episode in particular. Mm -hmm. um, right. And that's what I really love about this show is you can never truly predict this pacing. Mm -hmm. uh, like which is really fun i think mm -hmm. they're they're not afraid to skip things that other shows would find important yeah um for yeah like exactly what mm -hmm. you're saying about it just being very economical and it, i don't know i really it captivates me as a yeah as someone who tries to plan out these podcasts i know you can never predict <laughs> the pace of the episodes or how things are going to weave together this one was uh particularly difficult to kind of uh, map out how we would would discuss it but yeah super good super good time uh discussing it and nonetheless all right well that is our episode episode number seven season number one the not so grand jury uh we'll be back next week thank you keen thank you molly thank you jack and thank you tia thank you all for listening bye <laughs>